Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. It's 106 in Edmonton. A reminder, today is Santa's Day on 630 Chat. Inspired by a simple wish to see every child receive a new toy at Christmas. With your help, we can make that happen. You can donate right now to 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous by calling 587-855-1821 or visit santasanonymous.ca. You can help bring Christmas to the more than 20,000 children in need by donating today. We will tell you that this power hour is part of our ongoing Santa's Anonymous uh, day here on 630 Ched is presented by Eclipse Restoration, who will match up to $5,000 in donations during the course of this hour, one to two. In this hour, uh, Edmonton sporting icon and legend George LaRock will join us at about 115, 135 for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon. I do want to mention to you that you have an opportunity uh, this over the course of this Christmas, if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, you can join Oilers now in Vegas this January to see the Oilers play their Pacific Division rivals, the Vegas Golden Knights. This new West Travel Hockey Package includes airfare, three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip. Great game tickets. That's great game tickets and a welcome reception with yours truly. For more information, reach New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Uh, we are going to re-engage momentarily in the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. A reminder, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday through Saturday, and our text number is 780-496-0063. Japanese Village for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for celebration for the census, reserved today at jvedmonton.ca, multiple locations in Edmonton to look after you. All right, we've got our second Santa Day, uh, Santa's Day guest, and uh, we are pleased to be joined right now by Mike Derbyshire. Mike, it's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? I'm great, Bob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I guess the, the first thing I'd like to, to find out is uh, what was your first experiences uh, with 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous? How did you get involved? Uh, and, and, you know, maybe give us a little bit of a, a history lesson because it's an interesting story. Yeah, so back in uh, late 90s, early 70s, my um, my parents got divorced. Uh, mom was a single mom with three kids. I was 10, my sister was 9, my brother was 8. And um, in, in the late 60s, early 70s, discrimination against single moms was a lot different than it is today. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so mom was uh, working poor. Uh, we were on welfare. Uh, we lost our house because of, of the divorce, obviously, and we ended up living in uh, low rental and, and that kind of housing that was called low rental at the time. It's different now, of course. Yes. But uh, Christmas was always a, a real struggle those first couple of years after the divorce. And um, uh, Santa's uh, was Santa's Anonymous was a, an amazing uh, piece of of that 
part of my childhood. Uh, you know, waking up uh, to in the morning on Christmas Day, uh, seeing a freshly wrapped toy. Uh, we didn't, of course, know where it came from or who sent it. Uh, but knowing that my mom didn't do it because we were smart enough and, and old enough to understand that that wasn't the reality that we were facing. Uh, and the 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 little heart that I had at the time and understanding that somebody out there cared enough uh, to make sure that we had toys that Christmas, uh, those three or four Christmases, uh, really kind of changed my life. It made me understand and appreciate the special community that we live in uh, and the fact that people care about other people so much. And it's kind of uh, made a, a huge different huge difference in my life even today. So... Uh, and Mike, to this day, you, you volunteer, is that right, as uh, part of the Santa's Anonymous group? Yeah, so I was, uh, you know, uh, after uh, that stage of my life, I ended up going to school and becoming a police officer for a long time. And life became very good. Uh, I got... Uh, 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 blessed with a tremendous number of opportunities and uh, and great experiences came my way and uh, since have retired and, and now I have the gift of time and Santa's, Santa's Anonymous has always been very very special to my heart I've always been a I've been a delivery driver for about 10 or 12 years and uh, this year Rachel and, and uh, Angel and the team asked me if I'd like to take on a more substantive role and be a warehouse wizard so I, I'm spending five or six days a week down here uh, moving stuff around in the warehouse house and every day it uh, reminds me of just how fortunate I really am uh, to be able to be in a position to give back to the community and help those who helped me uh, all those years ago. Were you a police uh, on the police force when Leroy Chale was the police chief? I was yeah he was one of my mentors a, a wonderful human being and I uh, miss him deeply. Yeah, he was my next door neighbor uh, in the mid 1980s. Oh dear! Oh yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he, I, <laughs> there's a couple times he's like, "Yeah, Stafford, don't be afraid to make use of some of your abilities." But anyways, it was. <laughs> you know, he was a big, a big, huge man, as you know. And former, uh, ended yeah. up, uh, back then they were called aldermen, but he went on to be a councillor here in town. So, Mike, obviously, yeah. this is something that's near and dear to your heart, and uh, something that you'd like to impart upon Edmontonians out there. To get involved and engaged with a hundred percent and you know i've even taken it a little bit step further and made sure my son who's now a grown adult who's never had to want for anything in his life and it comes to christmas but him and i are spending a lot of time down here together volunteering so that he understands that uh gifts don't come from people with money they come from people's hearts and uh his heart is full my heart is full and it's really important i think uh for the community to understand how just how special this is and how many people it touches. Uh, it's its something that until you've been on the receiving end of it, you truly can't understand and appreciate how special it really is. Great stuff, Mike. You did a great job. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. Thanks for having me, Bob. You bet. That is Mike Derbyshire. Bob Stoffer with you along with uh, Brendan Escott on 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous Day. And uh, absolutely, it's uh, it's an interesting time to say the least. And again, you have an opportunity to participate. You can donate to 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous now by calling 587-855-1821 or visit santasanonymous.ca. We will tell you that the Santa's Depot hours are uh, from... Uh, 9 to uh, 9 on weekdays and 9 to 2 on the weekends from November 21st through December the 16th. Uh, checks or cash can be uh, dropped off at Santa's Depot 
uh, as per the hours above, and uh, the delivery days will take place on the 17th and the 18th of uh, December. So great, great opportunity to get involved. Well, one guy that never never sh- uh, shied away from his involvement with community endeavors. will be joining us when we return on Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You know, technically, Mike Smith is still on the Edmonton Oilers active uh, 44-man roster at this time, right? We just heard from Mike Smith. Man, you know, I I think the Oilers might miss Mike Smith and Duncan Keith a little bit. They didn't miss them last night on route to an 8-2 victory. it is uh, 6.30, Chad Santa's anonymous day here, and uh, we're going to continue down the path with a guy who contributed a lot during his tenure as an Edmonton Oiler. He never said no to a charity. Uh, sometimes, in fact, frankly, he did stuff that I would have personally recommended he not do, like uh, come on my show and give away autographed jerseys and then have people come to his house to pick them up. I'm pretty sure there's a violation of the NHLPAs. Uh, just kidding. Anyhow, uh, we're we're that's George LaRock joining us. George, uh, uh, is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. Nothing like having a vegan on the show selling Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. George, how you doing, big man? Very good, Bob. How's everything? Good. Hey, how much uh, joy did you have as a former Oiler player being involved in various various uh, charitable organizations like 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous? Well, you know, it's, this is what it's all about because you know, one of the reasons why hockey is a job, the reason why we're making this living is because of the fans. So I've always thought that, um, you know, a duty, a duty as a hockey player, we have to give back. You know, you have to, you have to give back because we have to be thankful. And, and it's easy to talk and, and to support on social media so you approve and do a message. But how about time and energy being that? You know, look at how much energy the fans are. They're giving it to us while they're sitting in the stands, standing their face, screaming and yelling and stuff. So I think it should be a duty and it should be mandatory to any professional players to give back some of their time because without them, there's no job. Without them, we're not talking on radio today. There's yeah. no radio show. There's nothing. So that's why I think it's so important to, to do our part uh, in the community because if we show that we're part of it, if we're making a living because of it, the least we can do is give back. Yeah, and you know, obviously, kids are are very special, and that's part of you know part of Santa's Anonymous is giving children that from uh, that, that maybe you know come from difficult family situations. And hey, we've had a tough scenario here over the last couple of years, as you know, George. The economy hasn't been great. You've still got ex- you, your kids are living here in Edmonton. You know what it's like. Not everybody's uh, doing as well as others out there. So it's great to be involved with. Hey, uh, did you? 
I got to ask you this. How hard is it to play in Edmonton as a player? Is there pressure to play in this? There was a story yesterday in Yesopoli Yarvi uh, talking a bit about, uh, and he talked to the Finnish media. Now, he opted not to speak uh, uh, to the Edmonton media at this point yet about it, about some of the comments, just that maybe the NHL is in a league where he can be a top liner. Um, you know, hockey's number one here in Edmonton. You don't get a hide in this marketplace. You know, you were an extremely popular player as a and you'll admit you were a role player, but can you empathize or have some uh, uh, compassion for what's going on with Yessa Poliarvi right now? He's got one goal in 27 games. Uh, I don't have any compassion for him, and I'll tell you why. First of all, when you play in Edmonton, man, don't go to Toronto and Montreal then, because if you think the media are hard on you and it's a hard marketplace to play on, no. The thing is, in Edmonton, people, they know their hockey, which is great. They know you. They support you. They appreciate the team. They appreciate work ethic. It doesn't matter what the media says, right? The media, every day, we have a job to do, and we have to sell papers. We have to sell ratings. If somebody's not playing well, we're going to say it. If somebody's playing good, we're going to say it. We're right with everyone. We're equal with everyone. But the thing is, the fans that are watching the game, they're the ones that are going to cheer you on when you go on the ice. They're not going to look at what says in the paper and base their opinion of what they're seeing about what they've read. If you work very, very hard and you're relentless, if you didn't score, it doesn't matter because people see that the work ethic is there and you're contributing other ways if you're not scoring. But if the fact that you're not scoring, you're down on yourself, you're not doing anything out there when you're supposed to score, and you're not doing stuff extra. Because sometimes goal scorers get back on track. They might throw the body a bit. They might do something to get back on track to show that they're actually trying. So I don't feel bad for him because the only one that's going to come out of this is himself. And if you start looking at the media and the fans as the reason why you're struggling because you're talking about the pressure, what are you doing in the NHL? Because the NHL, yes, it's a pressure league. There's no other kids that want your spot. And if you lay off one time, you don't work hard, one time you think your spot is granted, you're going to lose it the next day because everybody's battling for a spot. And the hardest thing about being in the NHL is to stay. So whatever got you there, he has to be back to the player that he was. He's a big guy. He has to be the first on the puck, creating plays, and stop giving reason about why he's not producing. Because, no, I don't feel bad for him. But the job that I had was the hardest job in professional hockey. Do you think I ever felt bad about the fact that what I had to do? I had to do what I did to stay there. Yeah. So we're different type of players. He doesn't have the same pressure as I had, the job that he has. He's lucky that he's a skilled guy that doesn't have to fight to be in the NHL. I did. All right. I, I put my life on the line every time. So that's why he could come out of it, stop, uh, RV, stop being sorry for yourself, start working, and be someone that, you know, someone that could make a difference, someone that could support those top two centers in the NHL, and that way you're going to be a contributor. But you have to work harder than you think you're working right now. Okay, I want to. I'll stick up for maybe I maybe I phrase it the wrong way, George. I mean, he basically said, "Look, I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to help out that way. It's not easy playing with top end guys when you're not scoring." Uh, I, I don't. I, I mean, he, but he was saying maybe this isn't a league where I, I can be a top line player. That's that. That's what he said. And I do think you make a valid point about reinventing yourself because you know what? Like, you got guys in the Quebec League that were scores. Or the OHL that were like, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a guy right now. Nick Kiprio scored sixty goals in the in the OHL. 
okay? He was undrafted, and he fought his way to have an NHL career. Al May was a borderline WHL player who fought his way to become a player. Andrew Cogliano was a first-round draft choice that reinvented himself as a character, third-line checker that's played over, you know, 1,000 games in the National Hockey League. So you don't have to have a, be a fighter, but you do have to have an identity, don't you, George? Oh, yes, you do. And th- the thing with that is that, you know, if you have skills, it makes it easier. But at the end of the day, teams, they want players that are hard to play against. You know, Philly RV is a strong guy. He's fast. Make it so you're a player that is hard to play against, a player that is relentless on the puck, a player that you don't want to play against that is all over you. He doesn't give you any room. Be annoying. You know, if you're not producing and you're easy to play against, then what are you doing on the team? What's your purpose on there? You know, and that's the thing. If you look at a hockey team, this combination of guys, there's really talented guy like some of you always have. There's the, the, like the pure talent, but, you know, you know, they're not that physical, but it doesn't matter because they're going to put points on the board for you. There's guys that are physical, that, that give you some room, open up the eyes for the skill guys. There's plumbers guys. There's guys that are good for penalty killing. You need a combination of all these guys to win. But if you have a guy that doesn't think you could be a tough-line guy, a guy that, that, then what are you doing in the NHL? Like, you know what? If you can't figure it out, that's why you trade these guys. You know, it's crazy because I've never heard a player say that, Bob. If I'm a team and I hear that, I don't want that on my team. I want guys that think that they could be in the NHL, they could be a contributor, and teams don't have time to work with guys. To, so, oh, uh, let, let us help you to get your confidence back. How long is it going to take? A month, two months. Yeah, we could afford to take a month or two months for the RB until you get your game back. So maybe we'll slip out of the playoff. But if you get your game back, then we're winning. No. Each game for the Oilers right now is a playoff spot that is in hand. It is so important. They don't have time to play kindergarten right now. You can't play. You can't contribute. You can't figure it out now. Next. You put the next guy, the extra guy that wants to play, that wants to be in, you put him in. If you can't forget about when he's getting extra and he's a healthy scratch, then you trade him. But they don't have time to waste on that. Wow. Hockey is in the business of winning. The Oilers right now, with the players that they have, it's like making the playoff or not is no longer a, an optional option. They have to not just make the playoff every year. They're they going to run. For the cup. They have to go for the cup. They need to win the cup. And they only have so many years to do so because next thing you know, Dry Saddle McDavid will be past their prime, and then we're going to be, oh, well, we were too busy babysitting for Yarby, so then we'll waste a couple of years. No, there's no time to waste. We have to win now. We have to surround those guys with guys that want to win now and guys that want to make a difference. George, one guy who has gotten, and I didn't know a lot about him, Clean Costin last night. Uh, look, he's come in. He's hit as a, he's not played with any of the top guys yet. He's played third or fourth line. He's a big Russian that's physical. Uh, last night, he Keller got a stick up on him, and he went at Keller. And then, you know what? Instead of avoiding things at the end of the game, he took the fight with Zach Cassian. Uh, you got to like that, don't you? Well, that, that's what guys like that that you win. Yeah, the guy comes in, and he wants to belong, and he wants to stay. And I love that because, you know, this guy like this, that you never expect them to, to be a difference maker, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so contagious, guys that are like this, that you want to play with guys like this. He's going to stay in lineup because he brings an energy that they need, and they don't have it right now with, with Evander Kane. And he brings a void that the others right now, they don't have that dimension, which is so important. 
And if this is who you want to go to war with, not with a guy that is looking to know what his identity is and want people to feel sorry for himself, what? What are the fans are going to do? The, the fans that are paying so much to watch the Oilers game, they're going to bring a Kleenex and cry themselves like to their beds because he doesn't have this game and he feels bad for himself? Are you kidding me? They want to win and they deserve to win. And, you know, there's only, you know, when a team is rebuilding like the Oilers did for so many years, they can't be rebuilding again. Yes, the nuclear power up front, they want to win too, but they could only do so much. Each year they're producing in a regular season, they're producing in a playoff. But the supporting cast, if they're not there, what are they going to do? Connor cannot play at wings and center and D-men and then goal at the same time. So that's why it's like, Bob, the others, the minute I'm the GM, the minute I hear a guy that was a project that left, that came back, when he came back from Sunday, I thought he figured it out. And now it looks like he's still like messed up. Yep. Ship him somewhere. Send him away. Get somebody that wants to be there, a different maker and that wants to be part of the solution and help this team win. Not someone that is confused that we're going to be, once again, we give him more chances. We try it again because we see its potential. Let's let the team be a project. Right now, the oldest project is the Cup. That's all we want, and we want players that's going to help us get there. George, you brought it today. Thanks for the energy, my man. Awesome, awesome hit. Thanks a lot. Anytime, brother. There you go. That is George LaRock, Edmonton Sporting Icon. Oh, wow. Uh, that was interesting. The hey, Stanley Eclipse. Cup is their project. The I like Stanley that Cup line. is their project. There's no more projects. Eclipse Restoration. Uh, in the Power Hour for 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. Uh, They'll match up to $5,000 donations in this hour. The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by our friends James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers, who this morning were on uh, the 630 Chad Morning Show as one of the Power Hour um, participants. When accidents happen, you go to jameshbrown.com. 250 years of experience. They get you the best results. Uh, the Oilers put Tyler Benson on waivers today. Warren Fogle, I think, will be traveling on the road trip coming up. The Oilers getting back. Hunter Yamamoto, Ryan McLeod uh, still out uh, at least a few weeks with a lower body issue. Could be a high ankle sprain for him. And, of course, Evander Kane not available after uh, having uh, the skate cut on his wrist. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Evan Cook back with John Shannon on Oilers Now.